0: Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another crowd
1: presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com. And mention the podcast for 10% off of your order.
0: You've entered Victory Road, a
2: Pokémon podcast.
1: of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the 4 Ride Radio Network. It's time to catch them all with your host, I'm Kyle, also known as Devil Ranger, and I'm Team, it's a whole new world we live in. Do, 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 do.
2: <laughs> and I'm Doug, also known as Doug Watchin, and I'm Team, it's a whole new way to see... This was news to me that we were actually seeing this.
1: Because <laughs> if I just said it, it just wouldn't have been as much fun. And now people get to know that none of us can sing, and they can never expect a musical theme to podcast. (laughs) True. Wait, is that a thing? Musical theme podcast? Like, not a podcast talking about musicals, but a podcast that's literally just an entire musical.
2: It's got to exist, right? There's like a podcast for everything.
1: I don't know. I'm good. If someone can point me to the direction of an actual musical theme podcast, again, not a podcast about musicals, but where they literally just sing on the podcast, point me in that direction, and I'll send you a bunch of online codes, because I've got like a million of them over here. Ooh. All right. To listen to the show, you can find us on foureyedradio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, Marketplace. Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and officially, you can now find us on Google Play. Woo! This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit RevengeLover.com. Today is a great episode because, one, it is coming out earlier for you people, obviously, because you're listening to this right now. It's coming out on Pokemon Day, which means we recorded this. Literally yesterday, and I stayed up up until 5 o'clock in the morning editing. Not really. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> yes, uh, future Kyle, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> also, it's special because we have a very special guest with us. You know him, you love him. If you don't love him, well, why not? He's such a great guy. He is Shuken Shinobi, also known as Brian.
0: Hi. That's so nice. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Welcome back. Was on a roll. I had to go
0: with it. I know. Glad to be Kyle's here. In like, uh,
2: Kyle's in like uh, uh, color commentary sports mode right now.
0: It's
1: weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everything was so fluid and official. Yeah,
1: it, it wasn't even like scripted, right? I mean, like, most of the parts were scripted, but that last little bit there, just, I just, just went with it. Also, it is also <laughs> special because exactly a little bit over a week ago, Pokemon Johto finally came to Pokemon Go, and everything has been awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Be <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We're i have been waiting
0: so long. Oh, too long.
1: Yes. Yeah. Here. All right. So I already asked Doug this, but I'm going to ask you again, and I'm going to ask you, Brian. How many Johto Pokemon have you guys found?
2: So far, I have found 35 of the Johto Pokemon in the game. All
1: right.
0: How, how can I find?
2: Um,
1: uh, go to <laughs> Pokemon Go and then uh, go to your medals,
2: which is under like your little okay. avatar guy. Yeah, that and makes sense. Second Pokedex, I think. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh. Oh. Okay. Uh,
1: I have a hundred
0: twenty-seven.
1: Woo! All right, I uh... I have 45. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> all because I look while I'm driving. Don't do that, kids. And if I see something, I will take an alternate route to get home to get said Pokemon. I've done quite a few times today. Nice. And <laughs> this past week. It's been uh, it's been really fun, like this event, um, all together. I mean, just... Again, it is bringing back old memories. I'm catching all these Pokémon. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I love this one." And this one, and this one. Mhm. <laughs> like I keeps a million Centrets, but it doesn't bother me because I love Centrets and I love Furret. It's like the right. coolest uh, rat-type Pokémon that you see in the beginning of any game.
2: Yeah, Furret might be I can agree. The new cutest model in the game. I'm thinking, because there are a lot of super cute Pokemon in Johto, but Mm. the Furret model is pretty adorable.
1: (laughs) I've even used Furret in my uh, X and Y game, and it's just. It's got some really nice speed, and you just teach a power up punch, and it's unbeatable until someone decides to use another stronger move on you. (laughs) (laughs) And it has pickup. Pickup is incredibly helpful. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and then, oh my god, Brian, I love your Luigi and Mario Pikachu uh, things in the background.
0: Heck yeah. Uh, I got those when I was at Regionals last year.
1: Oh, they're so
2: cool.
0: I know. I got all sorts of stuff back there. Hmm.
2: I don't have my uh, my fun nerdy backdrop today. <laughs> that was, that was I, a project, I, I, so I didn't do it again this time.
1: Uh, <laughs> See, I, I have my Eevee, uh, there's Litten. Um, my wife moved to Dene, and I got this Valentine's Day pug thing going on behind me. That's I like it. it. Yeah.
0: I like the pug. Me too.
1: It's, it's the closest thing I'll ever get to owning a pug because my wife thinks they're ugly, but...
0: Whoa! Whoa. Ah! What? They're the best. Right?
1: That's what I keep saying. I
0: reject that opinion. But, you know,
1: And it sings.
0: <laughs> Just like all pugs do.
1: If I remember, I'll play it at the end (laughs) of the uh, episode for you guys. Uh, But yeah, I'll be honest, like, this past week alone, just catching Pokemon, I've been out more again. I've caught more this past week than I have in, like, the past two, three months, which is actually kind of nice.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much my entire answer to what's new in the world of Pokemon with you. Like, I haven't done much in the world of Pokemon other than play Pokemon Go. Mhm. Aside from doing my daily Sun and Moon check-in, you know, throwing Pukemukes yeah. into the water. <laughs> yeah, I
1: have not. I haven't played Sun and Moon in like a month or so.
2: You got to chuck the
0: Pukemukes.
1: What are you doing? <laughs> you get so much money for that.
0: <laughs> Don't feel too bad I haven't touched it either, so. Ah! Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, um Yeah. Like I finally actually got uh, enough Dragonite, or Dratini's, to finally get a Dragonair. I finally got my Gyarados. Yay! Um, local park down the road from me, they got, um, is an Ammonite nest now, so I finally got Ammonite and Amistar, which is really cool. Jealous. I found a really cool Yay. website that actually tells you about nests. Uh, it's called, if I can pull it up real quick, thesilfroad.com. Uh, <laughs> really cool website. It'll tell you about any of the uh, Pokemon that are around in your area and whatnot, and yeah.
2: I haven't checked it out yet, but you sent it to me, and I'm excited to, because I'm probably going to go hunting after this. Nice. Good idea. Yeah. So what's new in the world of Pokemon
0: with you, Brian? Ah, card stuff mostly. I mean, that's me (laughs) in a (laughs) nutshell. I was just at a tournament yesterday, It didn't do too great. I was running Decidueye GX uh, with Tauros GX. Uh, But it didn't work as well as I wanted it to, and it didn't work as well as it had been working previously before the tournament, because, of course, when you actually do the tournament, the deck decides (laughs) to not work whatsoever. Uh, (laughs) But uh, it it was fun. It's a really fun deck to play, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to try some new ideas uh, pretty soon, but I always got it on the back burner uh, ready to go do you have to travel um, but just to travel? I was, it was it was in uh ohio uh near cleveland so it was only like three <laughs> hours for me that's where uh, i had three it and a half so cool well we were there yesterday
2: <laughs> Oh, yesterday. okay i was gonna say i was just there this week or, or like a week ago but
0: yeah, just, we just just missed you um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no that was fun um other than that, just doing the normal, hosting the normal tournaments and league at uh, the card shop that I play out of. So uh, that about sums that up, I think. Buying, buying toys and playing cards. So, <laughs> that's, that's my life with Pokemon, really.
1: That's <laughs> funny. I actually just got done listening to uh, the Ranger Crown Power Hour episode that you were on, Brian. Yeah, so... It was like I just because I was driving around listening to it, and now I'm like, okay, and now here's more Brian. Awesome! Yeah. <laughs> You'll never get rid of me. We don't want. Why so. would I want to do that?
0: <laughs> I am. I am there. My voice is in your ears forever.
1: <laughs> um, because you mentioned cards, I want to just bring this up real quick. For those who don't know, uh, two weeks ago, I want to <laughs> say we did a live broadcast of um our box openings of sun and moon cards it went very well up until the end uh, basically when i had pulled my last cards and i had gotten a
2: yeah it was so awesome oh my gosh i can't believe it it was the greatest card of all time
1: Uh, basically i know i had said during the episode that we were going to release that as an episode for here but i kind of failed on that so this is the new episode 10 that's going to be like a lost episode that maybe i'll release when we're super lazy and don't feel like doing an actual thing so we'll see what happens there but
2: lost episode 10
1: exactly (laughs) so we had that uh but during that, um, I had mentioned the Valentine's Day event, and I, I wanted to ask you, Brian, if you had gotten any of the special Valentine's Day Pokemon.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it a lot, around me, it was a lot of Jigglypuffs. A lot of Jigglypuffs. <laughs> uh, uh, fair amount of Clefairies and, and stuff Same. like that. Um, the one that I needed was Chansey, because I had yet to hatch or catch a Chansey. Same. And, like, the last day of the event... Uh, Kat and I went out to lunch and <laughs> we found a chansey uh, right near where we were eating. So we, we did it like the last possible minute we, we found the chancy, but uh, so Joe. Uh, yeah, it was it was just like just that one.
2: I had just one one one, one, one chancy pop up the entire time and it ran away. <laughs> I oh, seen lovely. Any. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one I've ever seen, like ever. Um and then there was one Porygon that popped up for the people around me, and it didn't pop up on my screen. So I was like, uh, "Oh gosh, naturally. I got to restart. I got to restart um, And it never popped up, which, of course, is perfect because the only evolution item I have now, which we'll talk about later, is the upgrade. So, it's <laughs> just sitting there.
1: <laughs> I don't have any.
2: <laughs> I don't know when I got it. Oh, I could, we we could talk all about that. Um, <laughs> but my my area already has a ton of Slowpoke, so it was just yeah. tons and tons of Slowpoke everywhere.
1: Yeah. I didn't see a single Chansey, a ton of Jigglypuffs, no Clefairies, no Porygons, and well over the needed amount of Executes. <laughs> like, so I literally like once saw like, three sets of Executes just sitting next to each other on the side. I'm just like, why? Why does forest. this need to be a thing?
2: Yeah, you have like a whole <laughs> army of little seeds just looking menacingly at, you, menacingly at you.
1: Yeah, so... Valentine's Day event really wasn't that special for me. Uh, <laughs> there.
0: The double but, candy meant more than anything to me. <laughs> yes, oh. the
1: double candy did help. I finally, finally uh, got enough candy for a Magneton. Uh, for those who have been listening to the show. Magnemite was my very first buddy in the buddy? game. When the buddy system started, I chose Magnemite right off the bat, and I finally got enough to evolve another Magnemite into a Magneton, and I kept my original buddy as Magnemite, and now I am working on a Clefairy.
2: <laughs> yes. An army of Rand.
1: Randy because it's female.
2: Sure you can. <laughs> put an I at the end instead of a Y. <laughs> <laughs> I finally hatched yeah. a Cleffa and just called it Randita. So it's still <laughs> over. <working. laughs> um, the funny thing about the Valentine's event is that we also had a ton of Lickitung around. Um, yes, that and, was
1: the other
2: thing. Yeah, and bu- since this is before the Generation 2 stuff came out, all the people around me that I play with, they never played the main series games, so they don't really know, you know what happens in the future of the species or whatever. So they, they were like, well, does you know, does Lickitung evolve or whatever? And uh, they checked their Pokedex, and there's nothing after it. So they were like, okay, well, once I find a strong one, I'm probably not going to keep catching them. And then they asked me after the fact, and I was like, no, you totally should have been catching a bunch of them. What are you doing? Yeah, Because um, now they're finding all this stuff in, uh, in the second generation that they didn't realize was going to evolve. So they haven't been catching Zubat because Zubat's annoying. And they haven't been catching, you know, polywags because they're all over the river,
1: and they're just like, oh, they're so annoying.
2: But it's backfiring on them now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've got a lot of friends who ignored the zoo bats, who ignored the polywags. Um, yep. I, I'm trying to think what else there. Oddish, the people ignore mm-hmm. the oddish and whatnot, and I'm just like, get get ready. As soon as Johto started, the first thing I did, I evolved my Golbat into a Crobat. It's
2: the first it thing the I did do.
1: First one yeah. I it's
2: the only thing I could do. I was on a bus.
0: It wouldn't let me do anything else. Nah. <laughs> I was going to <laughs>
1: um oh, yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, I made sure that uh I had candies for for like every evolution that I knew is coming in Johto. So <laughs> I I'm set for pretty much everybody except for the fact that I don't have any of the items. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So all the normal ones I got right now, but all the item ones, I'm sitting there with a. Bag full of candies and nothing else.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> also, uh, thankfully, I'm surprised I found this out, but how quickly people figured out how to evolve the Eevees.
2: Yeah, before I had even had a chance to think about it, I saw it online. Yeah. Yeah, same.
1: <laughs> uh, so basically, do uh, you want Espeon evolve your EV, or nickname your Eevee Sakura? Yep. And the last one, which I failed multiple times to do because, well, this is me we're talking about here, <laughs> I looked up the name, how to spell it, and then I went to the game, and I started typing it in. I evolved it, and it evolved into Vaporeon. I'm like, what the heck? What did I do wrong? Maybe the thing doesn't really work. And I just got lucky with the Espeon one. Well, after about three, four tries and using up all my candy, I found out that I was spelling Umbreon's nickname wrong. Yep. A it's, friend of mine did uh,
2: the exact same thing.
1: It's tomorrow, or however you want to say it, but it's T A M A O, but I was spelling it T A M O A. Tamoa. <laughs> <Tomorrow>. <laughs> yes. So I was getting that wrong, and by the time I ran out of candies, I realized what I did and I was like shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, luckily we get enough EV around here that that folks were able to to fix it. But I don't know what your EV. Oh
1: yeah, I I fixed it the like. next day. So
0: yeah, I, uh, I I evolved both of those like first chance I got,
1: and mm-hmm.
0: the best EV I had naturally went straight into an Espeon, and it's my strongest CP right now. <laughs> And then my second strongest became Umbreon just because I I really like Umbreon. Uh, Unfortunately, Umbreon's not that good uh, in in Go, but (laughs) uh, at least Espeon's really, really kicking it. So I like that. Espeon. My my, my three strongest CP are Espeon, Alakazam, and Gengar. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, this is a balanced team. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, my top three is Gyarados, Espeon, and Vaporeon.
2: I'm pretty sure mine is Espeon, Vaporeon, Vaporeon, (laughs) or something like that. I don't know.
1: (laughs) But my strongest, my Gyarados, is only at 1,837, because I don't really care too much about the combat power stuff. So I'm just in it to complete the Pokedex. I'm not really in it to... Uh, take over gyms and what? I will if I just want to get a couple extra Pikachu candies and whatnot and uh, spend them, but that's about it.
2: Um, my that's area it is too competitive. It sounds crazy, but it's too competitive for me to be in the gyms. I can't yeah, it. Yeah, take yeah, can the save. gym long enough to to benefit from it. So the only way I can do anything in the gyms is if I grab my whole group of people and we, like, storm it. And even then, there's usually some mysterious group that we can't see that's like ready to go. So <laughs> I can't keep anything in a gym.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it happens here too. The only, the only time I get anything is if I like beat the gym, I hop in and like collect instantly. Yeah. Cause by tomorrow I'll be gone. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm team instinct. So we're gone within like less than an hour.
2: <laughs> hey, you guys have a really big gym near me. There's no Valor gyms near me. I'm screwed.
1: <laughs> it's either Valor or Mystic around me. Uh, uh, now, when you had said something to Brian, that reminded me. Um, you said hop in, and it reminded me of hop-ip. Yeah. So I, I'm, <laughs> reaching for, I'm reaching for straws here on on moving along, but uh, hopip I notice when you try and catch it, it moves around in completely new ways. And a bunch of other Pokemon do this too of just like moving side to side, floating around. And I actually kind of like it. it yeah. It makes it a little bit more challenging. Yeah, it, it, it adds
0: is. some variety too. Because, I mean, before, like, they would just kind of like jump. And that was it. But now, like you said, Hoppib floats up and Sudowoodo does some weird dance thing. And
1: <laughs> I went to go capture Sudowoodo and it did not move one bit the entire hmm. time.
0: That's a shame. <laughs> Mostly because it's adorable. but I haven't
2: seen one. Uh, yet yeah, I, like it. I have something to look forward to. Yeah, there, there used to be, I think, two different moves. There was the, I'm going to jump, and I'm going to lunge at you. And now I can think of probably yeah. over a handful of different things that they do, because some of them like move side to side, where they're almost entirely off the screen. I know Tentacool does that, and I think Horsey does that. Some of them go in like a weird eight- shape
0: yeah some of
2: them like raise up and down it's pretty pretty cool i like it i think one of the things that a lot of people wanted pokemon go to do was introduce something into the game that allowed players to strategize more about whatever they were doing and i think this starts to get into that territory because they move but because they move so much now they introduced a couple like new berries that affect kind of Uh, like their (laughs) demeanor and stuff. So you've got the one berry, which is the the nanob berry um, that makes them, like, chill the H out. (laughs) And then the pineapple berry, which lets you choose where you want, like, your candies to come from, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I love the pineapple berry because, like, I was able to speed up some uh, evolutions with it. Because, like, I think I needed, like, two more dratinis, and then I used the pineapple berry and caught uh, just one Dratini, and I didn't need to capture another one, which was really nice.
2: Yep. So. I have, like, four things that I always try to use my uh, pineapp Berries on, and Dratini is one of them, because they pop up so infrequently.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, another one I've been using them up on is, like, the Totodiles, the Chikoritas, and the syndicals, especially Cyndaquils, I've only ever seen one, so...
0: Oh, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't either. I, I found one Chikorita, that's it.
1: Oh, it's so cute! Yeah, uh, is pretty popular around here, and then if you get closer to the water, you'll find Totodiles everywhere.
2: I like but... I should see Totodiles everywhere, because I live on a river. And so, <laughs> like, tons of Slowpoke, and Wooper, and Poliwag, and Chinchow, and, like, tons of water Pokemon and bug Pokemon. So I'm, like, shocked I haven't seen a Totodile. Hmm. It's weird.
1: Now, uh... Obviously, you mentioned before the uh, evolution items, mm-hmm. which are almost impossible to get. <laughs> like. So uh, from what I've...
2: You're, yeah, you're going to talk about it, I think, already. I'm going to bring up uh, back From segment.
1: what I've heard, basically, to get them, you have, I want to say, a 50-50 chance of getting them on your seven-day spin.
2: Oh, because I didn't get it on my seventh spin, and I was like... This is BS. But I guess if it's a 50 yeah. 50 chance every seven
1: days. I don't know if it's 50 50, but you have a better chance of getting it on your seventh day spin than any other spin on a thing. But I've also heard like if you spin a, a thousand stops, then on your thousandth one you'll get it or something like that. I really don't know the mechanics behind it. I've heard multiple theories on it. Um, I obviously did get one on my seventh day spin, and it was a stupid uh, upgrade for a Porygon I don't even have. <laughs> like, if I had a Porygon, that'd be different because then I'd just make it my buddy and just walk with it until I got it. But I don't, so it's useless to me right now.
2: Yeah. So I don't think it. Can, I don't think it can be only on seventh spins um, because I know some folks who already have a, like two or three items, and it's not even. Yeah. We haven't even been out that long. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was increasing um, probability with each spin in a seven-day streak or something like that. Um, But I don't know. I haven't actually – I haven't dug deep enough. I don't know, Brian, if you've seen anything about it or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I I haven't seen anything concrete. Um, I've heard the same rumors that Kyle heard. Uh, So I don't really have anything to add other than the fact that I have yet to get one. (laughs) (laughs) My friend got one on, like, day two of Johto. Okay. Uh, I forgot which one it was, but it was, it was obnoxious. <laughs>
2: I know. No, for real. I know people who, have, who got the the, uh, the Stone Crown thing that I'm drawing a blank on. The, the King's Rock? Yes, the King's Rock. Um, I know multiple people who have that. <laughs> I'm like, what? How? How did you get that? So they <laughs> hauled their crap, like, right away. Oh, so yeah. bummed.
1: Well, there's uh five items. There's the Dragon Scale which you only need to evolve Seedra into Kingdra. Yep. Uh there's the King's Rock which you need to evolve Whirl into Politoed, which is the first one I'm going to do.
2: I want it I want it I want it I want it I want it.
0: Right? Uh, <laughs> I love Politoed so much. He's
1: like my favorite little thing. Right? <laughs> he's the best water he's my first favorite water Pokémon from Johto, second being Octillery. Uh, <laughs> Also, the King's Rock, you can evolve Slowpoke into Slowking.
2: So I have a friend who is well-versed in Pokemon, who, has, who just like loves to, to talk about all the, the things that don't make sense in the Pokemon universe, which I tell him not to do because it'll drive him mad. But he is driven absolutely insane by the fact that Slowking evolves from Slowpoke and not Slowbro. Um, and I was like, that's not a big deal. Like, who cares? But given that all the people I play Pokemon Go with are folks who don't, they're not well-versed in Pokemon, now I have a further appreciation for that complaint because they were so confused. They, like, it took forever for me to be like, well, there's not really a reason other than sometimes that just happens and you just gotta memorize it.
1: Well, a a slowpoke has a King's Rock on its head and a shelter bites its head while holding the King's Rock in it on its head, <laughs> it will evolve into a slow king. That is I'll, the only logical explanation. I'll uh, I'll make sure to tell them that. Yes.
0: It all depends uh, on where the shoulder goes. Exactly.
1: Yes.
0: They could keep evolving
2: Slowpoke if they wanted to. Like, if a shelter bit a Slowpoke on the arm, maybe it would evolve into, like, this thing with, like, a huge, like, rock fist punch.
0: That it would, would be just amazing. become Mega Swampert.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Um... <laughs> Uh, another item is the Metal Coat, which you can use on Onyx to evolve into Steelix. I've only ever gotten one Onyx, so that's not going to happen anytime soon for me. Uh, you can also evolve your Scyther into a Scizor. That's what I'm going to do.
2: Because when Pokemon Go first came out, we were a Scyther nest, and so I have tons of Scyther candy.
1: Nice. There's the Sunstone to evolve your Gloom into a Bellossom. And I know Doug's going to be doing this the second he gets oh. sun. You can your sun into a sun evolve your Suncern into a Sunflora. I'm I so have excited. Already, I've already gotten all the Suncern candy. All I need is the Sunstone.
2: I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I
1: named <laughs> the very first sunkern I ever got Doug.
2: Ah. And I you, Doug.
1: <laughs> so now I'm just waiting it, until I can evolve. It's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's the weakest sunkern I've ever found. But I'm still going to evolve it. I haven't nicknamed another one, Doug. This is my first Sunkern. <laughs> it's going to be evolved.
2: Yeah! I haven't seen any Sunkern, and I am devastated.
0: <laughs> I think I've only seen... Finally... I've only seen one. And <laughs> It's it's 10 CP. Oh! So... <laughs> so cute, though.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see. How strong are you, Doug? Not
2: very. <laughs> um... I lift boxes from time to time.
1: Here we go. You are forty nine. Aww. <laughs> but I have a stronger one at one sixty one. But I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm involved the forty nine one in honor of you. Aww. Um, I'm also very close to getting uh, enough Hopip candy to get a jump off. Hopip aren't very
2: common around me. I'd say I see There's one a day. lot
1: of grasses, grass types around me. Oh, jealous. We get grass, water, we get actually a little bit of everything, because I've seen silhouettes for a ton of Johto Pokemon around here that normal, like, I've seen a ton of Hound Hours. We're usually not, uh, we don't usually get that many uh, Fire types,
2: but... I only know of one spawn point for a Hound Hour, and I walk past it every day, hoping it'll pop up. (laughs) We don't normally get Fire type either, and so I'm glad that there will finally be some more, so that hopefully <laughs> they'll pop up more. Although right now we have, for whatever reason, I think somebody, a friend of mine has been trying to figure out exactly how frequently our our nests change. Um, and right now it's really easy to find Growlithe around me. So I've been trying to get all those.
1: There's a nest about 30 minutes away from me I went to to get, finally get an Arcanine, which was actually kind of nice. Mm-hmm. It was a full-fledged uh, growlithe nest, and uh, so I managed to get that. Um, and I've, now I've been, like I said, I've just been watching this sylph uh, road or whatever uh, site for anything around me, and I found out there was a shuckle nest just down the road from me. Which, by the way, thirty-nine CP, and its capture ring was already yellowish orange.
2: Dang! Sounds right.
1: <laughs> So Can we I, you talk like, about how, it? how is this thing like thirty nine and it's it's almost like a starter almost? Like <laughs> does it took me a few tries to get it, but I finally got it. Thankfully, I don't know. My wife works at the aquarium, and uh, there's a nest right there right now going on as electabuzz. So I swung by there just to get an electabuzz, which was really cool.
2: Seems like a dangerous place for electabuzz to hang out.
1: Right? <laughs> you mean a place for the or dangerous place for the fish? <laughs>
2: Maybe all the Chin chow and Lantern are, like, attracting it.
1: Well, what's weird, though, is, like, she's told me before, like, <laughs> they've been a Geodude nest, a Diglett nest, an Onyx nest, and I'm just like, this is, like, the most random ones to be for the aquarium, but I was like, okay, whatever.
2: I don't know. And then the last item, which is the only item I have, which I can do nothing with... <laughs> upgrade. The upgrade. Let me upgrade you. Um, except I have nothing to upgrade. So, <laughs> I, I do. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, if I could, if I could give you an item, Niantic, if you want to work on that whole transferring stuff thing, that'd be great. I'll oh, be out
0: soon. Six months later.
2: I know, right? <laughs> at least, they, at least they've directly expressed interest in building in trading, right? Like they have mentioned it before. So it's not yeah. like they've said, like, oh, that's probably not something we're ever going to be able to do. The mm-hmm. other thing is they've added enough, like, interesting things. You know, we don't data mine or anything. We, I don't know any of the stuff that is built in that isn't active or anything. But they added genders, which I forgot to put on, on our notes here. But they added genders, which I find really interesting um, because I can't, I can't imagine quite what the purpose of it will be in this game.
1: Um, besides the fact that now you can capture a Pikachu with a heart shaped tail?
2: That's the only thing I've noticed. (laughs) Uh,
1: That and the Loopers are now different because uh, their antennas, like males have longer antennas and females have shorter. Yeah.
2: Oh, I'll have to look at all the other stuff. But, um, but yeah, I I can't imagine because if you already just pick up eggs, I can't imagine what breeding would be for or how it would even work.
0: Yeah. It might just be a novelty that you can now have gendered uh, I, I i think it's just for fun yeah. uh and i mean I, some further down the line anyway will evolve based on gender so they would have to do uh, it eventually but Yeah. for now i think it's just yeah. novelty that makes sense i never thought about that yeah
1: um one thing though like I noticed, like, I really wish they had started off with the genders because now that they have got <laughs> the genders, a lot of people who nicknamed their Pokemon, oh, hey, look, like, what would have happened if your Randy was female?
2: I prom- Okay, so when I noticed that there were genders, I promised myself I wouldn't change any names. I was like, no matter what I named it, I'm going to keep it that way because I have things like Louise and Randy and like uh what is my oh my, my golem is called Candace and I was like I don't care no matter what Candace you be Candace like, <laughs> <laughs> Although of course like none of them are unexpected they all managed to be pretty much exactly what I expected.
1: You now it's funny though, like I never nicknamed any of my Pokemon. And now all of a sudden like I'm nicknaming <laughs> I'm nicknaming a whole bunch, like I nicknamed my first town dower Doom Puppy. Doom Puppy <laughs> because I'll never get my Doom Kitty, because I highly doubt this game will ever get to Gen 7. Let's be real here, folks. Um, I, I only see this maybe going up to Gen 4, if we're lucky, and that's about it. I hope
2: so, because I caught a lot of lickitars, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: need to make sure that's
2: worth it. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, obviously, Gen 3, I definitely know we're probably going to get, I mean, if anything, probably this summer, we'll probably get Gen 3.
2: Like late summer, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Somewhere along that line, just because I'm like, is the perfect time to release it? I hope so. I mean,
2: I'm having fun with what we we
1: have. We got Johto. I'm happy. That's all that matters to me is I got my Johto.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I hope we we get to Sinnoh.
0: I love (laughs) Sinnoh.
2: I do too. I mean, I would love to see that, especially it opens up a bunch of other stuff. But again, I would love to see all of them. I mean, I, it, it would be crazy. I would. Love I to mean, Magnazone, hello. Right. Right. Munchlax,
0: yeah. duh. <laughs> mortar. <laughs> yes.
1: That too. Electivire, Toga Kiss. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta tell. Um, so I, I gotta tell I heard. Toga Tick is very hard to capture in the game. Like if you find it in the wild.
2: Oh, I'm kind of surprised you even can. To be honest. I guess I don't know why, but I guess I would have expected it to not be the case.
1: Yeah. Um, but, speaking of capturing Pokemon in the wild, if you live anywhere besides uh, Florida or down below in the uh, southern part of the world, well, you are um, Please. Uh, screwed. You are screwed. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah, let's just put it that way. You, you can't um, basically, if you live in Florida, though, you have a very good chance of getting Corsola and Heracross. We called
2: this. We knew this was going to happen to us. I, we we yeah. predicted it wrong. Like We thought it was going to be a Japanese exclusive. I don't know if we ever talk, talked about this on the air, but I know, Kyle, yeah. you and I have talked about how we wouldn't have been surprised if Heracross was a Japanese exclusive because it's because all of Pokemon is kind of inspired by Japanese fighting beetles and stuff. So we're like, mm-hmm. that would actually, like, unfortunately, be a perfect regional exclusive. No, it's not even that it's Japan, it's that it's just this little belt around the equator, <laughs> this <laughs> tropical zone, and of course, of course, Kyle, you and I cannot
1: catch a Heracross. Exactly. That's well, in our logo. Hatch- <laughs> yes, it's in our logo. Um, we can hatch one, but of
2: course, those are very rare. Have you ever like hatched a Mr. Mime or
1: anything that yeah. like far fetched? Because I haven't. No, I haven't <laughs> even hatched a Tauros. Nope. <sighs> aye, aye, aye. Wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: took me a second (laughs) Uh.
1: (laughs) but yeah no i am super upset about that Uh, because i really really wanted a hair across i was super excited yeah
0: i'm bummed too don't worry about it like the
1: second (laughs) jojo started i texted you i was like so first one to capture hair across wins and nope right we have a gentleman's contest between kyle and me (laughs) that (laughs) one of us can win exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Our best bet is to find someone. Now, Enough I bet you there's people who live out. during like in the special equator part, uh, just in that little section that are basically raking in dough because they're probably going up on eBay saying, I'll give me your login information. I'll capture a Heracross in a corsula and you pay me a hundred bucks.
2: Mm-hmm. I know a guy, so I might beat you still. But it feels okay. dirty, right? Like, it, just, it still doesn't feel like...
1: Oh. It's not as much fun. It's not as much fun.
2: So we'll see. So we'll I see.
1: really want to take a road trip to Miami now and just go all the way down there. Because it looks like it's the very southern part of Florida. So... All right. We'll I really, really just Road, want to trip, for hair yeah,
2: road <laughs> trip for Heracross. Yeah, road trip for Heracross. That's perfect. That live <laughs> show on the road, you know?
0: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> start a Kickstarter and everything. Perfect.
2: I'm down. It'll be up tonight, everyone.
1: That's not true. <laughs> and we will It starts what? now. <laughs> we'll start a Kickstarter and basically uh whoever donates a certain amount, we will log into their Pokemon Go account and capture them a course <laughs> like the Heracross for them. That's, That's the a perk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're gonna spend the entire time in Florida just catching people's Pokemon. <laughs>
1: I'm okay with that.
2: <laughs> just logging in, just on the list, crossing it off. All right, we got that person, we got that person, we got that person. Uh, the, you know, I'm actually pretty bummed. It's not just Heracross. It's also Corsola. And I actually like yeah. Corsola quite a bit. In in My
1: wife's upset, too.
2: Yeah, because it's adorable. Although, again, <laughs> like 80% of the, the Johto species are absolutely adorable. Yeah, um, right. It might be the cutest generation. I don't know if that's a hot take or what, but it's a it's a super cute generation. Um, that's it's how the I, best
1: generation. Let's put it that way.
2: Uh, duh. I don't know if Brian is <laughs> of that camp, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I can agree with that. I don't know if it's my personal favorite, but it's it's within the top. I mean, Johto, <laughs> Johto did... Excuse me, so much for the... Wow. Eh. <laughs>
1: This is the podcast where you get to listen to Brian die. (laughs) No,
2: you said at the time of Of all the
1: times for it to happen.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Keep it that way. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, like it did so much for the roster in general back then, and uh, I mean, regardless of how you feel about the Pokemon in general, I I think it's one of those things that holds a little bit of a special place in people's hearts that went from gen 1 to gen 2 mm-hmm. because that time leading up to gold gold and silver was like the best time as a kid oh yeah like you're scouring the internet and finding like gold and silver pre-release photos of all these different pokemon and you're like oh what's this one and trying to find links between old pokemon and new pokemon and it was like the greatest time wow. So cool. <laughs>
2: and the and and the release of of Jodo's uh, Pokemon into Pokemon Go actually like inspired the the whole topic for our show, which is exactly that. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm so glad that you're enthusiastic about Johto, because that's what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, uh, I love Johto. I think there's like three three news items that we should probably knock out before we get into it. Um, okay. But I'm excited to get into it. Um, the only stuff that we really found um, is that I know we've mentioned before that the Pokemon company did confirm that they would support the Nintendo Switch. Not a surprise, but um, there is some interview that the CEO of the Pokemon company did recently uh, where somebody asked pretty straightforwardly, like, what are you going to put on the Nintendo Switch? And unsurprisingly, he didn't, he didn't answer very directly, but I did, I did write down what exactly he said, and I think we can probably draw some pretty strong conclusions from it. He basically just said, Pokemon has been about being portable, but now that there's the Switch, which is a portable home console, uh, so it has a bigger screen and and higher specs than we're used to. uh, Apart from main games, we make stuff like Pokemon Tournament and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, so I'm thinking we should make games that suit the Switch, but at this time I can't confirm any projects. To me, that sounds like main series is not moving to Switch anytime soon, and that it's going to remain... um you know off off series type type stuff. But I don't know if, if anybody has looked deeper into that, but that's what it sounds like to me.
1: No, I'm I'm A okay with that because <laughs> uh, honestly, like I don't want to have to get a whole new system just to play Pokemon space.
2: Space stars, stars Kyle. Star space. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Either way, I don't want to have to do all that just to get, I mean, don't get me wrong, I kind of want to get the uh, Nintendo Switch so I could play Fire Emblem Warriors, but that's also coming out for the 3DS, so I'm probably going to be okay there. But again, it's like...
2: Curiously, Nintendo said that they're not, I guess maybe it's not that curious, but they did say that they're still supporting the, the portable line. So even though they have this, convertible console that you can either put on your table and play on your tv or bring with you Um, they haven't made any sort of indication that they're planning to drop um, their dedicated portables so if they if that's true then pokemon retains its home on uh on dedicated portables which wouldn't be surprising so that was one thing i found i don't know brian do you have you been looking at anything like that or is that surprising to you at all
0: I I don't know anything further or I've seen anything further other than the stars rumors from an incredibly long, long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Now at this point, but uh, I mean, I could see it going either way. Uh, Switch being the new big thing, I can totally see him doing something as a system sales booster. Yeah. Uh, Particularly for the people who usually only buy like three DS's and portables and not home consoles, I can totally see them making a main series game for the Switch because now the people that only buy portables now have a reason to buy this kind of hybrid system instead. Uh, Personally, me would love to see a main series game on the Switch only because it would be a lot bigger. It would be more vibrant. Uh And that's something, particularly if it, for for Stars' sake, uh, just going off of the Stars thing, like Alola is a, a beautiful region. Oh, and so to good. to see that on my big screen TV in <laughs> like slightly better graphics would be absolutely amazing, in my opinion. So as someone who is uh, picking one up at midnight later this week, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I would very much uh, like it. I don't think it's going to ever be exclusively uh, on the system, only because competitively that makes things really really mucky. Yeah. Uh part in the Pokemon pun there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't I don't think it's ever going to exclusively move to the Switch, but I can totally see them maybe doing a uh like if stars is real, uh, a sudden moon and stars situation mm-hmm. where the the game itself is on the 3DS, on the dedicated portable, but there's also a version for the home console that might be a little bit more robust in terms of like the story or the adventure, but uh, all the competitiveness will still be on the, the dedicated portable. Yeah, I, I feel about uh, it.
2: there's already plenty of stuff that's, that sells me on the Switch. I didn't pre-order one because I have a huge backlog, and I'll get to it. Um, yeah. But if they had announced officially that they were putting a main series game on the Switch, I would have pre-ordered. I would have been there day one, so... That, that would have been a console selling, or yeah, it would have been a console selling game for me.
0: Yeah, if it happens, I don't think it'll be for a while still. So. Right,
2: right. Um, the only other stuff is just I. F- I figure we mention it every time we record, so we may as well continue mentioning it. But we're still, I think, waiting on a premiere date for Sun and Moon in the US. Um, yep. Which is interesting.
1: <laughs> Japan I have authority. a feeling it's going to be announced tomorrow.
2: Oh, yeah? Is this just like a gut feeling, or did you find something? It's a
1: gut feeling that they're going to announce on Pokemon Day. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense.
0: And it's natural for something to be announced like the day after I do a podcast with somebody. <laughs> uh, so that sounds about right as well. Uh,
2: <laughs> well you, you brought the right mojo because that happens to us too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I've never seen a baby Pokemon before. And then the next day, Kyle and I were like, look at all the baby Pokemon we hatched the day
1: the <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh. Uh, before I forget, um, one of the updated things for Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, Baby Pokemon. Uh, basically, if you were capturing Magby, Elekid, and Smoochum in 10ks, they've actually moved down to 5ks.
2: Oh, great! More chances. That's nice. Smoochums. I already have. Because like... I caught a
1: Magby <laughs> in a, Or I hashed a Magby in a 5k. Okay, so that I'm actually cool. excited about. I just need one more Smoochum and I'll be happy. And then the other thing was, as of about 15 minutes ago, the Pokemon, uh, the Party Hat Pikachu started.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. You can have party hat Pikachu.
1: And hopefully party hat Raichu.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I care about. It said it keeps its, it's hat forever. So I'm assuming that if you, and based on a Christmas event, I'm assuming that if you evolve it, it'll keep its hat.
0: Yeah. Hopefully.
2: Do you think it's going to be one color of hat, or are there going to be Pikachu with different colored hats? Oh, jeez. Don't
1: say that because I have, have to dare. get them all. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your dirty mouth. I wouldn't be <laughs> surprised. <laughs> I feel like... I can
2: handle time, that. Yeah, by the time... But you're, you would do it anyway. Like, I would too. I feel like no matter... If I found out that there were like seven different colored hats, I'd be like, crap, I need seven different... You know what would be terrible? What if... Oh! What if they pulled a thing that they would totally do, which is like, oh, this region of the country gets blue hats, and this region of the country gets green hats, and this... I would be so mad. I'm okay with that. Because that just means I don't have to go out
1: and find all the different Pikachu pack. I just only have to find the one that's exclusive to me. And it better be green, because I like green.
2: Um, we bleep stuff out on the show, so I won't say what Brian did, but I agree with you, Brian. Good <laughs> <laughs> uh, stuff.
1: That's the beauty of the podcast. You can do all the finger gestures you want. No one's going to see it. Or hear it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, was there anything else we left out before we want to gush about Johto I don't think so
1: um, uh, I have a Gligar
2: ugh jealous <laughs> I
1: know
2: I'm jealous of everything that I don't have though so you know it
1: was in my backyard that was the best part a what <sighs> yeah I found Gligar in my backyard
2: rude um, the only other thing that I was going to mention is just that I'm getting sort of impatient with the sun and moon announcement. So I might start watching the sub stuff. So who knows by the next time we yeah. record, I might be able to tell you <laughs> more about the show. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in that boat too. I watched the first couple episodes, but just didn't really keep up with it. Cause I don't know. I've always watched it dubbed. So watching yeah. it subbed is kind of weird for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes, uh, depending on like which group does it, uh, subgroups a lot of times use like the Japanese names for attacks and Pokemon. Oh, and then I get very confused. I didn't even think about <laughs> that. I mean, it makes um, perfect sense,
2: but I wouldn't have thought about it. Although, if yeah. you're subbing it, you might as well just sub it to the language that. Yeah, whatever. yeah,
0: like it, it gets into it gets into a very like situation like the, the Toku Phantom fandom gets into a lot with who localizes what when they sub and it's kind of the same situation. There, like people watching the sub Pokemon episodes are like, Oh, it's Japanese. They have to be the Japanese names on the subtitles and and all that. It's a very similar situation.
2: I think I finally get it now. Like I've never,
0: (laughs) I've never been a part
2: of that debate because with Toku, as long as I can understand what's going on, I'm fine with
1: whoever's subbing it. But yeah,
2: now now I think I get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I, For me it's sometimes like i'm so used to like a certain voice for a certain character yeah that too i can't so when i started watching dragon ball super because i couldn't i I was too impatient i was like i gotta watch the japanese version just know what's going on the second i heard goku's voice i'm like (laughs) what is going on right now it wasn't this deep voice i'm used to it was this like almost childlike voice and i don't know if i can But I stuck through it, and now I'm used to it, and i 'm okay with it but. Yeah.
2: I feel like if there's ever a, a point for me as somebody who has a pretty spotty history of watching the show, like there's huge, huge chunks i haven't seen, I feel like it would be pretty easy at this point with Sun and Moon being so uh, different in other ways that it might be totally fine for me to to switch to mm. switch the voices and everything, but we'll see yeah. we'll see
1: see I have watched. Uh, subbed episodes before because they were never released in America. So like I've seen the I've seen the Safari Zone episode and yeah. I've seen the Porygon episode that gave everyone seizures. I'm okay.
2: The original vacation <laughs> <beach communication laughs> one. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. so alright, yeah. so main episode discussion. Generation Joe, two. Joe Toe. Joe toe, Joe toe. Joe uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Toe. So, you actually did some really good brief game background stuff, and I'm actually very impressed. Do you want to go over this? Sure. So I figured, you
2: know, we, we already know this stuff for the most part, but you never know who's listening. So, um, and, and Pokemon's existed for long enough that it's entirely possible that people who are listening to this don't remember what, you know, Brian was talking about, that sort of anticipation. So um, stuff that I thought was pretty interesting, I just looked up general, um, like, release info and promo info. Um, and Pokemon Gold and Silver versions are just the second generation of the Pokemon games. Um, I didn't realize that they were introduced those um, before we even got our games in the United States. So um, yeah. Pokemon Gold and Silver were introduced a year before we actually had Red and Blue in America, which is kind of crazy to think about. I guess I kind of, if I think back, I kind of, there was going to be another generation. I don't. I don't remember there ever being a point where I wasn't anticipating more. So maybe I did know that. Um, um, and then they were eventually uh, released in, uh, you know, 1999 in Japan and in 2004 pretty much everywhere else. So the, I think I would have been, I think I would have been in fifth or sixth grade or something when those were released. And it's exactly like you were saying, Brian, like trying to find the connections and trying to find on the Internet in the year 2000 um, sprites and information and like scans and stuff like that. Um, I know there, there are Pokemon that were released in magazine scans that never saw the light of day, which was fascinating. Yeah. So there's stuff that we would have seen that we were expecting that we never got the chance to catch, or we didn't get the chance to catch until, like, four generations later. Um, So that was pretty cool. Um, And then, of course, the the gold and silver generation introduced a brand-new region with eight new gyms, a brand-new story, um, and most excitingly, of course, 100 new uh, Pokemon species featuring new starters and new legendary mascots in Ho-Oh and Lugia. So that's kind of the skinny on that. Um, Brian, you were talking about how they're kind of like what they did was, was perfect for, uh, like, the roster and the game and expanding what people already knew. And I think I totally agree with you. You know, like, it's not, it's not the flashiest generation that we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. But it did exactly what I think people wanted, which was, like, just give us more of this. You know, like, we love what this is and give us more. And if you yeah. look at what they did, it, just, it kind of just replicated the success already um, mm-hmm. and gave us the same thing. And I was stoked as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh
0: Sinnoh did a lot of that with their roster too, and that's one of the reasons why Gen 4 is my favorite. Uh but Gen 2, it was it was just a situation where you have a roster that's full of like diverse new Pokemon that are all interesting and neat to see, and then you have the whole group of new evolutions. For mm-hmm. some previous Pokemon. And so it's like, hey, here's all these new ones. But all your older ones have cool new things about them too. Like, look at Scyther. You love Scyther, right? He's got blades for arms. What's not <laughs> to love? And now he can evolve into this thing with Lobster Claws. It's cool. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, so on and so forth for like the other evolutions and stuff. And it's just really cool. It's like, oh, you like Toros? Here's tank They're kind of buddies. And, <laughs> uh it was just really... Really fun, especially as a kid playing through this game and going like, Oh, that Pokemon's like this other Pokemon and so on and so forth. It was it was just a really, really fun, geeky little time mm-hmm. that I love to death.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. And like what it 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 did just enough of the unfamiliar that it was all still really exciting. So the eight new gyms I mean, Gold and Silver's probably the last time where you got eight gyms that none of them felt familiar. You know what I yeah. mean? So in the in the you can only have so many different gyms and so many different combinations. So with each generation, it always feels like there's at least one gym that you're like, "I've seen this gym before." But at that point, you hadn't seen any of them. And like that was that was so cool. Yeah. Like a normal gym. I remember getting to that and being like, "There's a <laughs> normal gym? Who would want a normal gym?" And then I Subsequently, got my butt kicked. Yeah, we was was all did.
1: <laughs> we all did.
2: Um, but yeah, it was just it was so cool to see all that sort of stuff. Kyle, do you do you remember like getting those games, or do you remember uh, like the I actually attention? do?
1: Um, around my birthday, my uncle had taken me to Toys R Us and told me I could get one thing from Toys R Us. Ooh, and that's like the I best term ever. ran to the video game section <laughs> and got Pokemon Silver. The only problem was I was hanging out with him for the entire time, and I <laughs> didn't have my Game Boy on me, so I couldn't play the game until I got home. I didn't get home about like seven, eight o'clock, and I had to be in bed by nine. Of course. So throughout the remaining of the time, I'm playing the game, just getting as far as I could. We're I starting with Chikorita. Yep. Chikorita's my starter. I remember seeing my rival with all the question marks on it and then them asking me, what do I nickname my rival? (laughs) I just thought, what was his name? And I was like, oh, well, I think he had like a bunch of question marks. Let me just put question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Not realizing that you could nickname whatever you wanted. (laughs) The entire gameplay, I'm playing up against this guy who just keeps sending questions. I'm like, when am I going to learn this guy's name? What is going on? (laughs) <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize until like my second playthrough. I was like, what happens if I just change the name to this? And that's when I'm like, really? Really?
2: We finished the game without never with never learning this guy's name? Like what? It's
1: Giovanni Jr.
2: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. Spoilers. Ah. Ah, I uh, I got <laughs> I got both of them for Christmas at the same time. And I still to this day cite Christmas of the year 2000 as like my favorite Christmas ever because we never got video games as gifts we never got like anything like that for Christmas and I didn't just get one Pokemon game I got both of them and typically on a Christmas I would read like a book the whole day I'd be like yeah I got a new book I'm gonna read it all day but that Christmas I was like I need to rip all the rest of these presents open immediately so that I can stop opening presents and put this into my Game Boy and play it now (laughs) And then I played it just ugh, like all day long, and I'm pretty certain, pretty certain I started with silver. I don't remember which one because I played them concurrently, but pretty sure it was silver. And I started with Chikorita in one and Cyndaquil in the other.
0: Nice. Yeah, I got mine whenever gold and silver came out because uh, Toys R Us was having like this big like celebration day mm-hmm. when they came out and so i f- i forgot if it, i don't think it was actually structured but they just did this thing where like you could gather at toys r us and uh do battles with red blue and yellow uh, with other kids and then the game released and you got to get the game and go home and play the game to death but i remember that vaguely uh i think i just got silver initially Uh, And then I I got gold later on, and then crystal, uh, obviously. But yeah, I started with silver, started with uh, Cyndaquil, I believe. Nice. And uh, the rest is uh, history from there. Nice.
1: (laughs) So I was just looking up online for the release date, and Uh it came out October 15th of 2000, which is Mm -hmm. three days after my my birthday. So within about a week, my uncle had taken (laughs) me out. For To get the game, so I had gotten that game relatively as soon as that game came out
2: i don't know how oh. I survived months without playing that game well, like I don't know how my parents must have really, really known that they were going to do it or something and told me I wasn't allowed to get it or something because I just can't imagine i I remember getting Pokemon Blue in the midst of like a Lent season, and it was just mm-hmm. like the worst because I wasn't allowed to play it. And I was just obsessed. So I, can't, I I don't know how in the world they managed to keep me from... You poor thing. I, ugh, <laughs> awful.
1: <laughs> awful. Made for the greatest <laughs> ever, though. <laughs> the game came out shortly after my 10th birthday. So I wasn't really into like the whole online thing. The most I ever got with Pokemon was mm-hmm. the... Uh, um, I want to say it was the Beckett magazines that used to come out yeah. a while back Pokemon Yeah. Magazine. <laughs> I, I, I used to get those, and then they started becoming Pokemon anime, and then Pokemon got a separate one, and then it just became all anime. But I remember getting the magazines. That was my information on Pokemon at all. Like, I was never really into the internet stuff. If I ever wanted to go on the, uh, on the computer, it was basically just to play Roller Coaster Tycoon, and that was about it.
2: <laughs> I remember... I do remember going. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it was this generation, um, because I knew all. I knew all the Pokemon I was going to run into in Gold and Silver because a friend of mine, Bobby, and I would go online and look up sprites. Somebody had had pulled them all and put them online, and I remember sitting there and being like, "This one's awesome." Plus, at the time, these ones um, they were not purely Game Boy Color games, but they were compatible. So if you played them in a Game Boy Color. Stuff would be different colors, so I remember I remember that pretty distinctly. Um, so I, it's kind of crazy to me to think that I was, you know, on the internet uh, looking at this stuff in like 1999 or 2000. But yeah. I definitely was. I, I distinctly remember looking at all the sprites.
0: Yeah, uh, I was. I was a youngin on the internet, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, so I mean, even with uh, when Red and Blue came out, I was poking around trying to find any information I could find about anything. Yes. I basically haven't changed whatsoever since when I was a little <laughs> child. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, like leading up to Gold and Silver, and find sprites, and I mean the whole the whole peek of Blue thing happened. Yes. That was the thing that.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, so uh, so glad you brought that up. I didn't even think of that. Before yes oh man before anybody knew what we were gonna call Meryl in the United States it was widely considered and dubbed and named and called by everyone just Pika Blue because it looks yeah. like, it looks like a fat little water Pikachu I remember that distinctly and I remember when I learned its name being like what like
0: that wasn't official like what are you doing yeah yeah ex- exactly. Uh-
2: <laughs> oh, that, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. That's so funny. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah that that was that was the best. Like it, it became so mainstream. Yeah. That like on one of the the tops trading cards for uh, the the first movie because Meryl uh-huh. Snubble were in the the Pikachu Summer Vacation short. Mm-hmm. Like one of the tops trading cards had a scene uh, from that, and on the back it actually called it Pikachu. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So that that's how mainstream that name was, just to have a, 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 an idea for those of you that, like, don't remember or weren't into it at the time. That's how mainstream that fake name was. It was on an actual official product. Yeah, that
2: was a really good deal. <laughs> Ultimately, I'm pretty glad they didn't go with that because if you think about every generation, there's some sort of, like, little cute, you know, mouse thing. And just imagine all the weird Pika variations we would have gotten. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, was- for sure. <laughs>
2: But yeah, no, that was that was literally what everybody was calling it. I also remember, I think um, the first Pokemon card that I saw with um, like a Jodo Pokemon might have actually been a kingdra and I don't I, I don't know how I found it. I think it might have been online, like it might have been a scan or something, and that's how I learned that Pokemon we already knew were going to be evolving because I don't yeah. think I knew that until I saw that card and was like, "What in the world is that thing?" Um, And so I remember that and uh, being pretty fascinated by that. Or maybe somebody had one somehow. I don't know. Because there were always Japanese cards floating around. You know, like, as a kid, there was always somebody who was like, I'll trade you this Japanese, Machamp. And you're like, oh, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I remember seeing Kindra.
1: So while you guys were talking, I had to look this up because it was going to bug me for the rest of the time. Um, I looked up the Beckett Pokemon Magazine's that I used to collect and I found the first issue I ever got. It was actually the third issue. It was a Halloween issue and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And um, yeah, it came out in November of 1999 and I think shortly after that, I got a subscription and oh, sorry, it just so many memories are flooding back because I'm looking at all these different covers (laughs) and I'm just like, yeah, I I
0: collected that magazine too. I got it every month. It was great. Oh man. I wish I had,
2: I, I don't know what these are. I don't think I know what these are. Maybe somebody I knew had them.
1: There was one issue, and if it wasn't for this, I would not be married to my wife to this day. Um, It had given the lyrics to Misty's song.
2: Whoa! We're about to learn a really cool story, and I can't wait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It put the lyrics to Misty's song, and uh, the chorus part of it. Um, I had kind of stolen and written as like a love note to my wife back in middle school, <laughs> and then we started dating for like a year, and then we broke up, and then we got back together in high school. But it, if it wasn't for Pokemon, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have married her. And if it wasn't for that magazine itself, I mean, I just, uh, I wish I knew which one it was so I could. So I used to still have all of them, and then I just decided, eh, they're taking up too much room. I'm throwing them away. Uh, story of so much of my Pokemon stuff. But Kyle, yeah. you just made everyone's hearts explode.
2: <laughs> that was so sweet. In like not a 90s slang way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's cool. I, that's, that's awesome. Thanks, Beckett oh. Magazine. Yes, thank you. Now if I could just find that one issue.
2: Uh-huh. That's yeah, I don't think I ever had those. I mean I had a ton of uh what I now realize as an adult were just tons of unofficial books about cards and unofficial publications about about stuff. But um Pojo? Uh, uh probably some Pojo stuff. Oh, definitely some Pojo stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I remember having some uh some it wasn't like a full size magazine size book or whatever, but it was a book that was just uh Pokemon cards and it went through um all the stuff we had in the United States at the time, but it went through the gym the first gym leaders I think um, expansion, which blew my mind because I was like, we don't have any of these you know? <laughs> um, and stuff like that, and of course it you know it had had tons of other stuff in it too, but yeah all that all that discovery period. I, I've said, I don't know if I've said it on here, but I've said it plenty of times that the second generation of things tends to be the thing I feel the most nostalgia for and it's because of that. It's exactly that thing that Brian was describing where you just remember the anticipation and the research and all the things of like, holy crap, we're going to get more and then you finally get it and it's just like, yeah, so much more. <laughs> so the first time you get more is, is always something that sticks out as like a huge nostalgia piece for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, 100% agreed yeah, <laughs> so great So great. can
1: we just mention the fact the very first Johto Pokemon ever to be re- to be kind of like shown ever was actually in the very first episode of Pokemon yeah ever. yeah yeah and like, how awesome is that like
2: I remember having discussions as a kid about what that was I distinctly remember being like no it's or, I don't know what I said or what anybody said but I remember people thinking like no, that was just a Firo, And, like, that wasn't a Firo. It was way too cool to be a Firo, Or, like, oh, it was just a Moltres. Like, no, it was sparkly. Um, But, yeah, like, uh, I remember seeing that. And it is pretty crazy that the first Johto Pokemon that we saw in the anime was in the very first episode of the anime, which was way before we got the games. Way before. Because that was my first exposure to Pokemon in the first place. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, Kyle, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but I wonder if, if Brian has any familiarity. But if I haven't mentioned this on the show before, I remember getting a VHS cassette tape of the first episode of Pokemon in the mail. I have no idea how it got to my house. I have no idea where it came from. I don't know if my parents ordered it or if it was because I went to these um, I used to go to these, like, for lack of a better term, round tables where they would bring kids and you would play with toys and watch commercials and stuff and You basically just were like, a, don't know, you were like the test group that they they talked about. So I don't know if that company sent it, but I remember getting that tape in the mail. And that was like way before the games came out. And before, well, I think it was before the games came out. Or before I had the game, at least. Um, And before the anime aired on TV. So that that early would have been the first time I saw a Johto Pokemon, which is nuts to think about. (laughs) Absolutely nuts. And then we don't see another one until the Togepi arc. Yeah, which wasn't a whole lot of time. but No, it wasn't a ton of time, but still pretty crazy to think about.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh,
2: so, yeah, we got the first one in the very first episode, and then we yep. get Totropy, um, which is still about a year and a half before we got the games in the United States, which is yeah. crazy to think about. And then, yeah. Brian, what's up?
1: I was just going to say, then also um, in the Orange Island Leagues, Tracy had a Meryl.
2: Oh, yeah! I yeah. forgot to, to mention that. Yeah, they totally did. Yeah. So that would have been and before remember, we got the games, too.
1: I remember one episode, he had shown a sketch that he, of a Pokemon he had briefly seen to Professor Oak, and it was kid's ears poking up.
2: Oh, my gosh. I don't remember that. Probably because yeah. I wouldn't know what it was at the time. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and watch the Orange Islands, <laughs> which I'm not complaining <laughs> about.
1: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> The biggest Johto one was Donphan in the first Pokemon movie. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't even think they even had a name at the time for it. It was just yeah, we, we did
0: because uh, because oh, okay. I was I was a little smart-ass in the movie theater that like <laughs> when, when it, Donphan showed up like I was watching it with my mom and like I leaned over I was like that's Donphan he's not in the games yet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: being all <laughs> smug about it. Did they say his name in the movie, or is he Nick I, oh. No,
1: I, I don't think so. No, because that was all theme songs, so they like yeah. they never even uh, met. There was no talking whatsoever during the battle. Although, yeah. the guy who he was battling was the Team Aqua Grunt. I'm just going to point that out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that battle is actually an amazing way to introduce a new Pokemon, because Donphan was Sweet in that battle because we did, I don't I don't know we didn't have the move rollout yet when we didn't see any Pokemon really do a whole lot of this. So we saw like Sandshrew roll up and stuff, but because that was movie quality animation at the time, uh, or at least you know within the Pokemon universe, it looked amazing to see it just like rolling around in, like these cool action shots. I remember they did like weird stuff with the quote camera angles and stuff, mm-hmm. and it was it was awesome. So that ah oh, that was that was such a cool way to introduce a Pokemon.
1: Oh, yeah. And again, like a
2: year before we got the games, which is nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Such a good movie. Mm -hmm. But even still, like, even just, I don't know where the heck I'm going with this.
2: (laughs) Nostalgia. Uh, That's where you're going. (laughs) Yes.
1: The whole thing just kept me speechless. uh, I I remember seeing it. I was like, wait, what? It's one. Because I think at the time, like, when we saw Meryl and Snubble, I, I was like, oh. I think I've seen them before from something. And again, okay, this was like years ago for me. So, yeah. And Merrill, I, I
2: definitely would have recognized. Snubble, I don't know if I would have known at the time.
1: Yeah, Unless I, I had seen
2: scans or something on the internet or something I, like
1: that. Yeah. I have a feeling it was from the Beckett magazines that kind of helped me. <laughs> I have probably, a feeling. Probably.
0: Yeah, probably. So I
1: was like, oh, I recognize those. And then, yeah. What just, were.
2: What were, the, what were the Pokemon that were... They're just like lost... Well, one of them's a lost Pokemon, I believe. And then one of them was reintroduced with a new design later. And then one of them was like a modified looking Tyranitar, I think. But you guys know what I'm talking about. There was the video... Or not the video. The magazine that introduced officially the next generation. I think and they were going to do. The-
1: Kuga?
2: Yeah, that was one of them. With like, yeah. And it's a slightly different design. So if you go back and look at it, it looks slightly different. But it's, you can tell that it's probably what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's a, a Tyranitar that looks slightly different from the or the official artwork. And then I think it's something that was probably co- was it like concept Tyrog Hipmontop type thing that like, yeah. like like a ton
0: of feet. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was um, it was yeah.
2: Yeah, and it, it, yep. it has <laughs> is changed so drastically that that specific design is different enough that it's really not not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um but that's uh, that stuff oh. is so
1: cool. I forgot to mention this for Pokemon Go. If you want a Hitmon Top, take your Tyrogue, get it appraised.
0: Oh. If it's HP is its
1: best thing, then uh, you can get a Hitmon Top. If it's defense, it's Hitmon Chan. If it's attack, it's Hitmon Lee. Yep.
2: I have no Hitmons, so. Sorry. Ha- had to put that in there.
1: <laughs> and that was the other cool thing about Pokemon Go. They actually changed the. Uh, um, they changed Hitmon Chan and Hitmon Lee to have Tyrogue candy instead mm. of. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Which I don't understand why they just didn't do from the start, but okay.
0: Because Tyro was a
1: secret. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not <laughs> that
1: much of a secret. <laughs> all,
2: all the new fans, you know? Um, but yeah, I think uh, Johto uh, and Gentoo and Gold and Silver is just like... I don't know if, if I go back and play them. I, I objectively don't know that I can call them the best games or anything like that in the series. But I, they're certainly some of my favorites. Especially with Crystal, which you slightly talked about. And I didn't even put any notes on here about it, but whew, that game is so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is.
2: I just bought um, – I'm pretty sure the battery has been replaced on it, so it's not like it's an original cartridge or anything like that. But I was back in, in Cleveland, like I mentioned, and I went to my favorite place to buy like used games and stuff like that. Um, and they had a Japanese Crystal cartridge there for like 15 bucks, And I was like, sure, why not? Whatever. You know, I'll be able to play this because I don't need to actually read anything to understand what's going on. So.
0: Right.
2: Um, so that was pretty cool. And then I found a crystal cartridge in my parents' house. So now I've got an American one and a Japanese one. <laughs> nice. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. what uh, I don't know if there was much uh, much else to, to really talk about with Johto. I just put, and the world was changed forever in my notes. <laughs> well,
1: um, obviously You're not wrong. Right? Well, last time. Last time we were in Heart, uh, Johto was Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and
2: yeah. What do you want to say about that? Because those are great too.
1: Those were amazing. I mean, getting to walk with any Pokemon ever. I really wish they'd bring that back. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> second that, and third that and fourth that,
0: especially with that running data in the actual Sun and Moon games. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic running data. Like it looks. Great. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> What what could be or could have been or will be one of those. <laughs> right?
2: If if there was one way to make Sun and Moon even better, because I still am on a high from those games, yeah, having them walk really around good. with you would have been awesome.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, I I will stand by the fact to this day. I agree with you. I don't know if I would necessarily say that they're my favorite games, um, but. Gold, silver, crystal, heart, gold, soul, silver. It doesn't matter what game you're playing. Just being in that place brings back so many memories as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it they're incredibly fun to play again. I played through heart gold um, right before... I think I started in September or something. Right before uh, Sun and Moon came out. And they They still hold up uh incredibly well, and uh it's like just to, when like you beat the elite four and then they're like, nope, you're not done, go to Kanto,
2: and <laughs> oh, your mind
0: is mention. just like, yeah, we didn't even mention the best <laughs> thing about those games! Yeah. you can go back
2: to the entire region yeah <laughs>
0: crazy. and it all culminates back like or forward all the way to the battle with red, and then it's. <sighs> And like I, I've seen a lot of Poketubers and stuff bring this up and I mean obviously Red doesn't have the same team you did or anything like that, but like you played as Red in the original games and now in these new games you train and battle your way to eventually fight like the past you. Oh and so good. like it's 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 great on a metaphorical level. <laughs> <laughs> It's really cool. I love it so much.
2: It also, of course, because you could go back to Kanto, set up the absolutely like crazy expectation that we were always going to be able to do that every time there was a new generation. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like, what do you mean you can't go back to the other two, two areas when, uh, when Ruby and Sapphire came out? Like, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah, I know. Like to this day, like it's <laughs> it's it set a bar that none of the other games have ever been able to hurdle over because it oh, hasn't for ever. Happened.
2: For real, and it's funny because like you can you can you can come up with all these mental gymnastics about like how it would work, right? Like, oh well, sun and moon is just a bunch of islands; they could be anywhere. Like just surf on up to whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It'll never that that bar is so high because you had two regions in one game. Oh, I can't believe we didn't mention that at all until right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was in the back of my head. I wanted to bring it up at some point. <laughs> oh, no, so, I'm so glad you did because
2: that that was another thing that was so cool about It's not only did you get all this new stuff, but the world had changed a little bit. So Koga is no longer a gym leader. He's part of the Elite Four. And so yeah. is it his daughter or his niece or who is it that's... Um, I want to say
1: it's his daughter. If you watch the anime, kind of just go off of that.
2: yeah. So that was that was cool too. Ah, the scans are so good.
1: And then obviously your old <laughs> rival Blue is now the gym leader taking over for Giovanni.
2: Ah, oh, everything is great.
1: Cinnabar <laughs> Island is destroyed.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> RIP uh, everybody there. I know, right? Sorry, Cinnabar. You know, what I when I was looking at uh, I was just like looking at stuff for for Johto in general as a region and uh Bulbapedia, I think, is what I was on. Whatever website I was on, I'm pretty sure it's Bulbapedia, um, says, like, the population of the region that you're looking at. But I think they just count the the NPCs, so the population of Johto is, like, 241 or something, like, totally ridiculous yeah. as, a, as a regional population. But I thought that was kind of funny. Cinnabar's population <laughs> would be, what, 11? <laughs>
1: yeah, wow. <laughs> what a town. I know, right? <laughs> That's booming. <I> Apparently. <laughs>
2: bump in on Cinnabar.
1: Yeah. Um, But, I'm trying to think. Uh, Before I forget, uh, obviously more Pokemon Go news I keep forgetting (laughs) to mention. (laughs) Uh, When you start capturing unknowns, you'll get an unknown medal. Wait,
2: they're available?
1: Yeah, unknowns are available. I didn't know that.
2: That was unknown to me. Ah! Ah,
1: ah, ah. (laughs) Uh, as of right now, the only non-legendary Pokemon that's not available is Smeargle. I
2: kind of expected that.
1: Because of its move Sketch, because mm-hmm. obviously you've got to kind of figure out how to teach it Sketch and how it could work in the game. Yeah. Because then it's got to keep that move that it uses Sketch, but I don't know if the how that's going to work or not. So that's not out. But unknown, uh, the, you have to get all 28 unknowns. So basically every letter of the alphabet plus explanation point and question mark. I don't know if those two are out, but I hope they kind of are. Just releasing them all together. I
2: hope so. I think yeah. my favorite thing about unknown is that you can't just say something. You either have to yell it or ask it as a question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's the no just unknown I, without limbs.
1: <laughs> the most important part about Gen 2 that I completely forgot to mention it introduced shinies.
2: Oh, yeah, dude! Yeah did. And I didn't get one until Generation 7.
0: And breeding. <laughs> and, and breeding. And hold items.
1: And special yep. abilities. Wait, no, that was Gen and, 3.
0: And the <laughs> extra slots in your bag. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Going back and
2: playing uh, Pokemon Blue with the single pouch bag. It, it hurts.
1: so painful. <laughs>
2: It no. is awful.
1: <laughs> it also hurts going into your PCs to having to save every time.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. When you want to switch a box. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It did a
2: lot it did introduce a lot of mechanics too. Um, which is which is pretty cool. And and I remember the, the unknown thing and playing that part in the game and, and being pretty fascinated by what that you know kind of meant. Like the story was cool. There was kind of a mythology there um that was pretty pretty neat yeah so, yep uh, they're so good this is all this is doing is making me want to just like play it again <laughs> which isn't yeah. the worst thing in the world i was planning to play solo <laughs> anyway
0: yeah so. like I, I mean i just finished before sun and moon came out and i want to do it again <laughs> like, yes but i mean like gen 2 changed so much and for the better Uh, like we said like it introduced shinies and introduced breeding and introduced that's their four genders and all these special like ability things and and moves and uh the dark type and the metal type and steel yeah metal metal steel 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 Steel. for the (laughs) Uh, (laughs) stupid (laughs) card game uh but uh, so introduced two new types, and then like all these new Pokemon, and the bags were individual slots. And I don't think you had to do as much with the computer uh, in terms of saving every two seconds, and so so much yeah. that like if these games didn't come out one, we wouldn't have a franchise to gush over anymore, oh. and <laughs> yeah. two, like everything would be so different. If if they didn't introduce these new mechanics, and so like it, it shaped the way for all the future games to to keep adding new elements and new mechanics, and just keep getting like better and better. At least in my opinion, <laughs> I,
2: I agree with you. I agree with you. Thanks, gold and silver. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks
0: for being you.
2: Yeah, keep being you, gold and silver.
0: Um, this is totally
2: unrelated to anything, but Kyle and my screens have gotten so dark in the past, like, <laughs> half hour. I feel like I can, my beard is just like this black cloud on my, can, like, hiding my mouth. <laughs> it kind of looks like that, to be honest. I just don't have a mouth.
0: <laughs> anyway. I don't, I don't even see Kyle anymore. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lights. <laughs> Let there be lights. Hold on. <laughs> whoa
1: now you're gone <laughs> um,
2: I don't think we asked a question of the episode right
1: no because I forgot to
2: oh no you're fine I didn't I didn't say that I didn't I didn't give any suggestions either so I just I don't know we just didn't <laughs> so instead if you're listening to this you should tell us your favorite thing about gold and silver or share memories about waiting for it to happen or the first time you played it because maybe it wasn't when it first came out maybe uh, Soul Silver or Heart Gold was your first playthrough, which would have been pretty awesome. Um, but tell us your favorite stuff about Johto, because we love it, and we'll talk yeah. about it forever.
0: <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Nope. Nope. All right, so I think that's about it. Um, Ryan, if you want to uh, plug away.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can check out my tour reviews and card unboxings. Uh Shinobi on YouTube and, of course, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that jazz. I'm, I'm Shook Shinobi everywhere, so I'm pretty easy to be found. I'm pretty findable. I'm easy to catch, too. <laughs> You're a little green. i be a green ring on Pokemon Go.
1: <laughs> um, you also got a new uh, podcast out, too, correct?
0: Yes, I do. that is a Geek Each Week. I do it with my friend uh Chris uh from Long's Toys on YouTube. And I'm sure we'll talk about Pokemon at some point. I'm gonna sneeze. I don't want to sneeze. Sneezing bad. Bless you. Uh, is thank tight? you in advance. <laughs> It'll come eventually. But uh it is a generic topic, uh geek related podcast. Uh we have talked about uh Toy Fair uh this past week. We've talked about uh uh covering Tokusatsu, and then the week before, we covered uh, Voltron Legendary Defender Season 2. So, I think this coming week, we're going to talk about LEGO Batman. So, we're kind of all over the place. It's great. Uh, but, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll hit up Pokemon at some point. So, pretty nice. cool stuff. Nice. And you can check that out on Twitter and Facebook at uh, Geek Each Week, and you can listen to it online at uh, geekeachweek.podbean.com. So, cool stuff. Nice.
1: Awesome.
0: Nice.
2: Awesome. Any last um, stuff from you, Kyle? Uh,
1: yeah. Um, uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to our new YouTube channel. Uh, basically, just look for Victory Road Pod. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how you search for stuff up on YouTube. Um, I'm sure search, bar. The
0: search bar. Search <laughs>
1: bar. Yeah, yeah, that. There shouldn't be any other Victory Road pods out there. Anyways, <laughs> uh, just look for us. Uh, I know we're gonna be starting to uh, upload a few things when we. Actually, have the money to buy things and mm-hmm. do like reviews for some card openings and stuff like that, and you know, just just put uh, Brian out of business for Pokemon. Cards. <laughs> we'll never <laughs> be able to do that. So right now. Just said, "Yeah, all right." I assume that please. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that, what I was saying.
2: That YouTube that <laughs> channel. If we're reviewing stuff, that's gonna like give me excuses to buy so many things I've justified not buying for so long. I will tell you. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing can I? The one thing that I have just like I've I've stayed away from for so long because I'm like I have no reason to have this thing. I have no reason to buy this. Is the actual Z brace or whatever the Z bracelet for the Z crystals? And I look at it yeah. every. time. Yep. Yep. I know. <laughs> I know. I've, I've seen yours. You know. And so <laughs> I uh, every time I go to the store, I'm like, I want that. Like, nope, you don't have a reason for it. You have no reason to buy that. And so then I walk away. <laughs> but maybe,
0: maybe I'll end up getting one. We'll see. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you can even get the Japanese one that has the cool plate thingy. What? And I'm now moving stuff out of the way so uh, I can pick up and show you. So that's, yeah, <laughs> nice. that's, actually, that's actually what I want. But it's only yeah. Japanese? Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, well, I think that's... Good. I don't know why we didn't get it, because it's not like it's... I don't know. It's not difficult. I mean, it's just a plastic thing. But. Yeah. I whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So maybe I had to have that, though. I know that much. It looks good.
2: Well, um, I think that's it. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, thanks for joining us on another adventure along the Victory Road. If you are looking for more information on episodes or contests or to give us feedback on the show, like stuff we should talk about, uh, feel free to find us uh, on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. And if there's anything in the world of Pokemon that you know a whole lot about or you're really excited about and want to talk about, um, let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Johto region to visit Professor Elm. See you later.
1: Happy Pokemon Day. Yay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Network. For other great shows, check out www4